When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Was the night before Christmas, and Santa had a boner. He wanted a whore, so he picked up his cell and phoned her. He licked, fingered, and plowed the wet bacon hole, and the cracked-out whore rode Santa's stiff, veiny meat pole. When all of a sudden there arose such a clatter, it was Mrs. Claus, and Jesus Christ did she get fatter. You cheating son of a bitch, she screamed. The whore just laughed as Santa's ass was reamed. I can explain, Santa shouted. Yeah, we're just friends, said the whore as she dismounted. Santa groveled, cried, and pleaded, I love you, honey. Mrs. Claus just laughed and said, yeah, well, I've been fucking the Easter bunny. The divorce was messy and Santa lost it all. He even gave up the elves during that frightful legal brawl. Santa couldn't do it alone, so Christmas was no more. But the elves had it worse, for they were prisoners of war. Kids were pissed without toys under their trees. Those fucking cunturds learned the hard way that in life there are no guarantees. Fat and broke, Santa turned to booze. Why the fuck not? He had nothing else to lose. He took long, strained pisses in the middle of the streets and rolled weed with thrown-out paper receipts. Getting high all day, he was quite the pathetic display. Then one night, he had an idea while lying in a ditch. I'll stop feeling sorry for myself when I kill that bitch. So he hitched a ride back to the North Pole to kill the cunt who broke his soul. Mrs. Claus was fast asleep in her king-size waterbed and was promptly shot dead with a bullet to her head. The sound of happy clops came from the battered reindeer and the bruised little elves were merry with cheer. Mrs. Claus was a sexual tyrant, you see, and made all of Santa's beloved friends her detainees. Whipped and beaten, she was an S&M demon. Her face would turn red when her urges would come upon. No elf could escape the wrath of her strap-on. When the elves heard the gun that caused the hag's brain to splatter, they knew they'd never again be forced to eat fecal matter. Santa and helpers were once again reunited. Christmas returned and the children were delighted. So ends this tale of the most holy of nights. Yet no mention of Jesus. That was a slight oversight. Like kids give a shit about a baby and some wise men. They just want new toys every year again and again. Yeah, you may have gotten stuck with a deadbeat dad, but mom will feel guilty and buy you an Apple iPad. Christmas isn't about Christ, don't you see? It's about getting as much expensive stuff as you can for free. Now lay the fuck down or Krampus will drag you to hell. With that parting thought, good night and sleep well. Hey, freaks, it's Tuesday, December 22nd, 2020. Coming up on the program today, Child Fucker versus the Pedo Hunter. It's the boxing event of the year. Plus, losing a job over your dumb TikTok videos. My mom swears at you. And making elderly butt cheeks talk. All this with your voicemails today. It's Christmas! Enjoying your Christmas present? Would you whip out your nice big present for me? Santa treats everybody right. Once you know what to give the family this Christmas, give them diarrhea. You're going to get absolutely nothing. 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 Absolutely nothing.
This only comes once a year, baby. Oh, yeah, dropping fucking hard. I'm dreaming of survival. Merry Christmas, everybody. You for the Tuesday podcast. Got a good one for you today. Uh, although I'm speaking to some of you for the first time because yesterday's show was Sideshow exclusive. If you want to hear it, you got to sign up. Superfreaksideshow.com makes a nice little Christmas present for yourself. Treat yourself. And in the spirit of giving, you will be giving me money, which is what Jesus wants, pretty much, right? You can even think of me as a charity case if it works, if it makes you feel better. Whatever mental gymnastics you need to perform in order for you to open up your wallet and fork over some cold, hard cash to me, do that. Ho, ho, ho. I'll even sweeten the pot for you. Mmm, sweet pot. By the way, have you ever smoked a big, fat doobie laced with a little bit of nutmeg, cinnamon, and a drop of vanilla? Oh, try Tim Henson's Christmas Fatty this year to help you get you through the holidays. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Oh, I've sweetened the pot by uh, lowering the price of Sideshow memberships for a limited time, for the holidays. The holiday special. Go to superfreaksideshow.com right now. Check those out. All right, listen, I have got a great program for you. Through the years, and more so in 2020 than ever before, we have played a lot of clips of just white people being shitheads to black people. Whether it be Karens or whatever the male equivalent to Karen is, Ken, maybe. I always thought a good cunty name maybe the cuntiest of all names is linda it's even fun to say when you're like disgusted right hey excuse you linda shut your fat racist face linda because you can really hang on that l you know black people are allowed to barbecue in this park linda you can't do that with karen karen linda's way more fun anyway that's neither here nor there Even though there are a lot of asshole white people, there are many assholes of color. Yes, Distorted View is an affirmative asshole program. I will feature anyone being racist. Even, yeah, I believe that black people can be racist. I believe that Asians can be racist. Some people of color have this notion that because they are oppressed and white people hold all the cards... They can say whatever they want about white people and not be considered racist. And I don't think that's right. If you're hating on someone because of their race, by definition, that is racist. It hurts my feelings when you say I smell like a wet dog. And it especially hurts me because I know it's true. I've smelled myself after coming in from the rain. I don't want to smell like a wet dog. It's not something I can control. Damn this pristine ivory skin of mine. Given me every advantage in life. I have you cursed me. All right. Well, because we feature a lot of white racists on the podcast, I was happy to run across the story of college student Clara Janover. She's like Asian or something, and uh, she has a TikTok account where she posts videos condemning homophobia, addressing white privilege, and voices her support for Black Lives Matter. So far, so good, right? Nothing wrong with that. I think she's like a Harvard student or something. Uh, Unfortunately, she lost an internship opportunity recently because of videos like this. So I genuinely did not know this, but cracker apparently is a slur used to oppress white people and silence them. Like, I had no idea that you guys were being called Cracker, Taffy, 8 Mile, Albino, Betty, Crocker, Cracker, Jack, Dog, Fucker, Egg, Pasty, Ghost, Hick, Hillbilly, Keebler, Mayflower, Mayonnaise. She's just listing those to upset us. I know she is. Why would you use those words? 
Don't use the D word in front of white people. And by that, I mean dog fucker. Billy Keebler Mayflower mayonnaise. Like shit. Like it's been used to oppress and silence you. Like, damn, I wish it worked. Shut the fuck up. I will not be silenced. I will not tone it down. Oh my God, I am mayonnaise. Hold it. Miracle Whip is not mayonnaise. Although Miracle Whip would make a good racial slur against white people too. Here is another video. The next person who has the sheer nerve, the sheer entitled cockacity to say all lives matter. I kind of like this girl. She came up with a, a term and then uh, made it into a dick thing. Kind of like my recoculus. Cockacity. Mine's better. Cockacity to say all lives matter. Oh, no, she's not saying cock. She's saying it as in like Caucasian. <laughs> okay. You're not, you're not as clever as I thought you were, bitch. You're entitled cockacity to say all lives matter. I'm going to stab you. I'm going to stab you. And while you're struggling and bleeding out, I'm going to show you my paper cut. Advocating violence. And say, my cut matters too. Here's the thing. Obviously, she was trying to be funny. But, you know, if you're putting yourself out there to get a professional job, or in this case, an internship, People are going to look into your shit and see what type of person you are. And, you know, not to be a whiny white, and I can't believe I'm going to say this, but these people screech about diversity all the time. Diversity is not supposed to be let's get rid of all the whites. It's about having everyone represented, including white people. <laughs> right? I'm making this about it. <laughs> white people. Why aren't white people represented anymore? Or... <laughs> <laughs> We're a marginalized people now. You know what I mean, though, right? I mean, like, I get it. You know, when you if you see a a boardroom of some major company, and there's like 15 board members or something, and they're all white, you're like, mm, there's not much diversity there. But I also wouldn't think it's right if it was 15 black people. You know, throw in a token Caucasian there or an Asian. Let's have everyone represented at least a little bit. You know what I'm trying to say, right? Because I don't. Diversity is about including people, not excluding people. I'm going to put that on a sticker. I'm this close to producing a PSA like that old retard one where he's like sorting glass. Don't throw white people away. I sort glass. That's my job. I learned the job slow. And now I know it by heart. I love, I love this PSA for so many reasons, but... If this is some sort of advertisement to employers, like, oh, you should think about hiring retarded people. They learn the job real slow. It's not doing a very good job of, of selling the unsavories. You know what I mean? In business, time is money. Can't spend seven months training a mongoloid to throw glass in the right bin. That's at the very beginning of the PSA, which I didn't play. He very clearly states what his job is. He puts green glass in one bin and brown glass in another bin and clear glass in yet another bin. And he learned that job slowly. It took him a long time before it finally clicked. He earns money. He pays taxes. He's just like you. Well, see, there are some differences between retarded people and white people. We both may learn the job slowly, but white people don't pay taxes. ARC, the Association for Retarded Citizens. Throw us away. Yeah, come on, people of color. Don't throw white people away. So uh, back to uh, our Asian at hand here. She um, sh she was up for an internship. I guess she got hired at an international professional services firm. Boy, that sounds pretty vague. 
Imagine that as a way of as describing your business. What do you do here? Um, we are a professional firm, a professional services firm. We do professional things internationally. You can't even narrow down to a region. You know, you know what I mean? Like, where do you serve internationally? Everywhere in the water, on the land, in trees, whatever. Wherever you need professional services done, we would be happy to service you in a professional manner. Well, professional is right there in their business description, so they can't have an intern like this girl posting those insane TikToks. Uh, Here is another TikTok from her when she found out she got fired. The job that I had worked really hard to get and meant a lot to me. Those called me and fired me because of everything. Even though they claim to stand against systematic bias, racism, and unequal treatment. I love the shift in tone, you know? You can obviously tell she's crying there. Not so smug are you now, bitch? She said uh, in an article, I could have never imagined that a TikTok would have given people the impression that I'm a violent person. She went on to blame Trump supporters. I know this is what Trump supporters wanted. Um... <laughs> because standing up for Black Lives Matter put me in a in a place online to be seen by millions of people. You know, there are a lot of people who support Black Lives Matter that uh, aren't getting fired from their internships. I kind of think it's the way you went about it. I, and I love these college kids with huge inflated ideas of their self-worth. I had a platform to speak up so millions of people could hear. Yeah, yeah we, we don't need you. Focus on your studies. Your parents are paying $250,000 for you to go to Harvard. Just focus on that. And people were demanding that I be fired, which I, I just got. My job that I worked really hard for. So to the thousands of Trump supporters sending me messages, death threats, and, and violent messages, I'm still not going to stop talking about and defending Black Lives Matter. Well, that's great, but I... I I wouldn't apply for any jobs right now. You know, when you're ready, when you're ready for a job, you can go ahead and scrub the internet of all your stupid videos. Speaking of videos that uh, tried to have been scrubbed from the internet, I've got one here from uh, one of those predator poacher groups. We've played audio of them. They're they're a modern day to catch a predator, but on YouTube and uh, the people who are doing it are not law enforcement or trained or professional or anything. They're, they're basically just YouTubers entrapping pedophiles. Sometimes it works out well. Other times it's a real shit show. The clip I have for you today was originally posted on the Predator Poachers account, but uh, they deleted it. They tried to pretend it uh, never existed, but someone on the internet captured it, re-uploaded it. Here's the, the backstory. Uh, the Predator Poachers found a Predator... And they got online, pretended to be like a 13-year-old girl. When the pedophile showed up to meet and fuck, the predator poachers jumped into action. Now, this is normally where they would like interview and kind of like make fun of the predator and then give all the information to law enforcement. But this time they decided to take a different route. They said, you know what? How about this? We won't call the cops on you if you agree to let me beat the shit out of you. And, of course, we're going to film it for Predator Poachers. And uh, that's what went down here. No, you do consent to this, right? I mean, you're going to beat me up. Uh, I I hope you consent to it, though. Is this how consent works? He said, yeah. Like, we are not calling the cops if you do fight us, and we're not telling police about this. So do you agree to do this? Well, if I consent, then I have nothing 
Finish your thought. Do, do you agree to fight? Because you you are free you are free to leave. But if you leave, we will take this to law enforcement. So it's up to you. <laughs> Talk about being between a rock and an underage hard place. You won't. Well, you get a chance to fight back. So do you consent to doing this in, in return for us not calling the cops? Everyone hit that like button. Hit that like button. Get to one hundred likes. <laughs> Just, you know, standard idiot YouTubers. Here's Lefty. Well, they're giving them boxing gloves. Get it to 100 likes. <laughs> God, shut the fuck up with the likes. Hawaiian. Hey, somebody give the old lady downstairs some sleeping pills. <laughs> <laughs> give her an extra five. So the predator poachers are like, hey, what? We should drug the lady downstairs. So she doesn't complain about the noise. These are the guys taking the moral high ground here. You know that old bitch downstairs? Let's knock her the fuck out with some drugs. Plus, if a pedophile agrees to let us hit him, we won't call the cops. This is vigilante justice meets jackass, and I'm all for it. All right, let's get to the main event, I guess. No, I'm just kidding. I was like, oh, yeah, this corner. Uh, who do we have? Shibo 16. The 66450. Six, I don't know what that means. He's the uh, predator poacher. <laughs> and on the other corner. And call him the bottom the twink side. right there. We have a pedophile. <laughs> Round one. How great would it be if the pedophile KO'd this guy? I don't know why I'm taking the pedophile's side here. Oh, that's his fighting stance. Ready? Not a good stance of the pedophile's skin, but... You're not touching gloves. Oh, well. Pedophile's going down. Yikes. Yeah, the pedophile is kind of a pussy here. He's barely putting up a fight. He's just letting himself get the shit kicked out of him. Come on, come on, come on, come on. 30 seconds. 30 seconds. 36. Yeah, I mean, it's not even a fight. Got him in a corner. <laughs> Here's the funny thing. Uh, round one concludes, and um, round two is about to start, but the pedophile doesn't look so good. You good? You're right. You're making. I don't care. I'm just asking you. Yes, sir. Right, he's wincing in pain, and he's like, yeah, what do you care? I'm all right. Oh. TKO. Yeah, he's bent over. TKO. Yeah. TKO. Coughing and vomiting. All right, guys. Uh, broadcasting. If you listen closely, one of the guys is saying, "Not on the carpet. Not on the carpet." Alex. <laughs> Now we have to take care of the pedophile and make sure he doesn't die. But we're going outside for fresh air. Hey, you good? You good? You good? Breathe, 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 breathe. Breathe again, you good? I don't know if I should get this. Let's keep on filming. Yeah, should I film this crime? Come on, you good? You know, for evidence. You good? You good? You good? Relax, relax. Get us some fucking water. Get us some water. Get us some water. Two more minutes for round two. 
I, I think the fight is on. Get him some water. He's getting water. Meanwhile, the cameraman and his friend are just reading the uh, the stream chat. Here, why aren't they social distancing? <laughs> we already called Corona, nigga. You can't catch it twice. <laughs> oh, the, yeah. This happened this year during during the pandemic. There's a house full of people putting on this fight. There's the predator poacher and the pedophile all gathered. It's so hard to get someone to root against the people catching pedophiles. But these people are so unlikable. And, you know, the whole point of these to catch a predator things is to catch the predator and, and turn him over to the cops. But that's not what happens here because the, uh, the predator catcher gets so scared that this dude he's been wailing on might die. He's just like, go ahead and leave. And then there's like the weirdest moment in the entire video. Look at it, get out. I know, just don't do it again, all right? Here, give me a hug, bro. Give me a hug, bro. The predator hunter says, look, just don't do it again. Don't prey on little children again, okay? And give me a hug. Let's hug this out. By the end of the video, I mean, the pedophile hunter really is kind of the bitch here. He's like, let's hug it out. Come on, we're good. And then he's like, go ahead and vomit anywhere you want. I'll clean it up. Okay, okay. all right. Let it out, bro. Let it out. Hey, totally fine. I'll clean it up, bro. I'll clean it up. Whatever you got to let me, just leave. You're good, bro. Come on. We got to move on, but uh, there's a part as the pedophile's getting in the car where he's like, okay, I'm filming this. Do you agree that if you get in an accident on the way home, you will not blame us? We will not be held responsible? You are of good sound mind and body to drive? Like, that would protect them in a court of law or something. After the pedophile speeds off, there's some post-game reactions from the hunter. Yeah, I think that's the last boxing match versus a pedo I'm fucking doing. Probably a good idea. Pedos are weak. That's why they prey upon children. No, I, they pick out someone they can take. You know what I mean? Didn't punch him hard, dude. I got, I got so freaking scared. Oh my god, bro. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not boxing a predator again, bro. Fuck, man. <laughs> that shit. Nah, that shit's too risky. Oh my god. I love that lessons were learned that day. Unfortunately, no lessons were learned by the pedophile was mostly the hunter being schooled. Speaking of creepy sex stuff, Grant McDonald is back just in time for Christmas with another release. Uh, this song uh, is called Slut Pig Sean Boy. It's a new direction for Grant McDonald. It's more ethereal. You still kind of hear him talking about uh, sex and going deep and sucking dick, but there's like spa music in the background. Again, this song was just released a few days ago, December 16th. Uh, his most recent full-length album is Halifax Fuck Pig Sean. He's really obsessed with someone named Sean. Oh, buttholes in the air. Oh, I'm so glad that uh, his signature style is still represented on this album. Begging for more, begging and begging for more. 
ramming huge herd black cock deep down white boy throats white boys sucking and licking and sucking and licking sucking and licking and sucking and licking this is ram ranch 393 buttholes in the air getting fucked and fucked and fucked huge herd black 12 inch cock getting sucked and sucked and sucked graham mcdonald is still prolific He's continuing the Ram Ranch series, but also spreading his wings a bit, trying some new stuff. I didn't really care for that spa music version because I couldn't hear what he was saying so much. It wasn't clear. Grant continues to find new fans. Those fans turn around and produce some uh, great Grant McDonald remixes like this guy who took Grant McDonald audio and uh, put it to the Family Guy theme song. All right. 18 naked cowboys in the showers at Ram Ranch. <laughs> Big herd driving car wanting to be sucked. 18 naked cowboys. Cowboys in the showers at Ram Ranch. Cowboys in the showers at Ram Ranch. On their knees wanting to suck cowboy cocks. Ram wow. Ranch really. Let's give credit where credit is due. This is by YouTube user Buddha Boy. Nice work. Huge hard cocks, hard as a rock. Erupting with cum. Yo, Sean Mendes. Oh, that's right. That's who Slut Boy Sean is. Canadian singer songwriter, and in Grant McDonald's mind, a slutty little twink, Sean Mendes. Swallowing and swallowing and swallowing cum. Come a flowing, come a flowing. Come a flowing, come a flowing. Well, we've got some new Grant McDonald tracks to add to our holiday playlist, I guess. Uh, and with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist and the fucked up news right now. If you really want to make this Christmas a distorted view holiday, just sneak in a few Grant McDonald tracks into your holiday playlist. And then record the reactions. I want to see how your grandparents respond to Grant McDonald. Hey, uh, if you're not yet a member of the Sideshow, what are you waiting for? Support the program. Yesterday, we did a Sideshow exclusive podcast, and I'll be doing another one tomorrow. Great time to sign up. Superfreaksideshow.com. It's a short week of programs. We're not going to be doing a podcast on Thursday or Friday. So if you want to hear some new stuff, sign up. Superfreaksideshow.com. Other ways to support the show. We've got a Patreon account. Patreon.com slash view. And, of course, our store, chock full of merchandise, store.distortedview.com. Real quick, my mother called me, and uh, she is on the line right now. She's on hold. I thought she was calling uh, regarding the gifts that I uh, have purchased online for my nieces and I sent to her house. But, no, apparently she received a package today from you freaks. Mother, can you hear me? I can hear you. You, you just you called to tell me that you got a package in the mail. I did, and I believe it's for me. I believe it's for me from Mama Henson, Mama Patty Henson. Okay, what <laughs> and, is, um, what's in there? In the package was a real nice, soft, real, real soft um, blanket, which is very nice. And a matter of fact, it's the same color as my couch. Actually, it's black and uh, tan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I believe it says here, I got, it says I got a gift for you. And it says, Merry Christmas from the closest thing you'll ever get to grandchildren from Tim. And okay. in parentheses, he's got his, his listeners. Oh. And it says from, from Cat Lady. 
Oh, level 80 cat lady, of course, sent that to you. So yeah. you got a nice blanket. That You're always cold, so that's good. That is so nice. That is very, very thoughtful. Then I wish they wouldn't do that, but I appreciate it very, very much. Thank you so much. I'm, can they hear me? Yes. You, I, yeah, you're on okay. the show. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I want to thank them so very, very much. Um, I will. You. I, I love it. It's so nice and soft. It's very cuddly. Oh, good. And Yeah. So, um Thank you again. I mean, gee whiz, you didn't have to do that, but I appreciate it. <laughs> I will use it definitely. I'm I'm always on the couch anyway, covered up with a blanket. And this is real. This is. As a matter of fact, I was going to get one. Tell you the truth. Thank you again. Thank you. And a Merry Christmas to everybody. <laughs> say, say Merry Christmas, uh, you effing freaks. Merry Christmas, you effing freak. Oh, <laughs> say, say the f word. I don't want to say that. Come on. Not not. Not around Christmas. Come on. Piss off Jesus, Mom. Do it. All right. Merry Christmas to you fucking people. <laughs> Jesus. I was just kidding. I didn't want you to. Well, I say I'll do anything you tell me I to know, do. I know. You see? really do. I could I could really get you to do anything on this podcast. I'm very, gu- I'm very gullible. Yeah. You, you should know your mother. You should know you your remember, mother by now. I was telling I was telling my listeners about uh, that time. Do you remember when I wanted to come home? I was in college. It was like okay. the first year of college, and I was working at that. I was working at the the computer room study place. Okay, and they wouldn't let me. They wouldn't let me come home. They wouldn't let me take the day off to come a day early to come home for like Thanksgiving or Christmas or something. They said I had to work, and I ended up just oh. g- going home anyway. I didn't work, and I had you call. Remember, I had you call and say there was a death oh in the family. That oh um, my god, I one don't, of my aunts died in, <laughs> at the funeral. Oh my god, that is just terrible. I did that. I did that. You, I had you call them. Holy cow! What did Dad have to say about that? I don't know if we told Dad that. <laughs> I don't oh. think Dad. I don't think Dad was clued in on that one. Oh, he would have never went for that. I don't think so, but I don't rem- Oh, my God. I did that. That is A grown... Well, I was in, in college, but technically I was a grown man, and I had my mommy call to get me off work. <laughs> and the only way I could think that it would work is if there was a death in the family. And, you know, to make it more believable, oh I had you call and say, oh, my God, there's right. been a death in the family. <laughs> Who died? Who di- yeah, yeah, exactly. It was, uh, I just said an aunt. <laughs> Oh my God, that is terrible! I'm terrible. I'm off. You see what I, you did? That you, you're doing this to me. I'm bad. I'm very bad. I can get you to do anything. Hey, if I wanted you, <laughs> I know how to. <laughs> can I get you to commit a murder? Like if I was like, Mom, I need you to stab someone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. No, I don't. I could probably get you to do it with enough convincing. I don't know, Tim. It all depends on. I don't know. It all depends on who I'm going to kill. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, listen. Yeah, I'm glad I can he, manipulate you. <laughs> yeah, I know you. You got me. You got me. You know where to get me. Yeah, I know it. <laughs> uh, right. But anyway, um, I want to thank everybody. Thank you so much for thinking of me. Anyway, and I, I appreciate it. And I will use it definitely. Oh, good! I can't wait to see it. Oh, I'll have it on the couch. I'll put it on my couch. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, very good. All right, well, Thank I'm going you to uh, stop the show right now. So say, say goodbye to the freaks, the effing freaks, and then... Uh... Yeah, buy your, buy your brick, fucking 
difference. <laughs> you don't have to say it again. That's okay. <laughs> say right. what you're... My mom... Okay. All okay. Right. All right. I'll talk to you. Right, hold on. I'll talk to you. Okay. I'll, I'll talk to you later. Love you. Bye. All right. Listen, my mom has no trouble swearing. She likes to say damn and shit and stuff, but she never says the, the F word. My dad would beat the shit out of me if I said fuck. Now look at me. Every other... Every other word on this podcast is the F word. When I became a grown man and my dad saw that the F word was um, basically providing me a steady income, he quickly became okay with it, primarily because uh, I stopped asking him for money. He liked that. Yeah, I don't think my mom has said the F word. Maybe a handful of times she said it. And we got her again. Yeah, right before Christmas. A holiday miracle. All right, three very quick stories now. I'm so enthused about the news. I'm so enthused about the news. Has that song got stuck in your head yet? If not, congratulations. You have a very strong-willed mind. Your brain can fight off that song. Although no one is a match for Alpine White. Dreams you can't resist at ESTLES. Nestle makes the very best at ESTLES. Creamy white, dreamy white. Nestle makes the very best at ESTLES. Sweet dreams you can't resist. Like to start one of those uh, change.org petitions to officially recognize the Alpine White song as a Christmas tune. You watch those commercials, it takes place in, you know, some sort of barren, snowy winter wasteland. There's like a woman all like uh, bundled up with like a, some sort of like f- uh, fleece hoodie, and there's white wolves and shit. It all screams Christmas, a terrifying, terrifying Christmas. Now that we got that out of the way, first story I have for you, a caretaker who moved an elderly's butt like a mouth. Oh, the butt cheeks, the buttocks, (laughs) like like a Jim Carrey type bit, right? Yes, a caretaker who moved uh, an elderly person's buttocks like a mouth while making garbled noises at a Scotland nursing home has been fired. Jill Marina Phillip admitted a string of sickening behavior whilst employed at the Balhousie Alastrian Care Home. This happened back in 2018. The 53-year-old, this person was 53, making assholes talk. That is a distorted view, listener. She's young and disgusting at heart. The 53-year-old was also convicted at Aberdeen Sheriff Court in December last year after acting in a threatening and abusive manner towards residents at the home between September and November. The former burr admitted humiliating residents who were suffering from incontinence by laughing at them on multiple occasions. I'm telling you, kindred spirits. Uh, She also told a colleague to shoot me. If she ever ended up like an elderly resident who she had been helping to eat and said no one should get to the point where they are at in front of some of the patients. In September 2018, the caretaker spoke about let's stop calling her a caretaker. It's the last thing she is is caring. All right. uh, For lack of a better word, though, the caretaker spoke about her dislike of a resident's husband within her earshot and sarcastically said, that's that loving husband of yours. 
Look, I know this news article has to pepper in all of her offenses here, but nothing tops grabbing old people's butt cheeks and uh, making the asshole talk, giving it a voice. The following month, Philip threw a washcloth at a resident's chest while shouting, I'm no longer washing you. Someone else can before boasting about it to a colleague on an unknown date between September and November while assisting a resident with personal care. She laughed as she grabbed the resident's buttocks. She also mocked a resident who was incontinent of urine and teased them by saying, somebody's peed themselves. Philip was referred to the care watchdog and struck off. I guess that means fired after admitting all the allegations against her were true. The Scottish Social Services Council said, quote, by mocking residents when they were incontinent and by handling a resident inappropriately while delivering personal care, you showed a disregard for their dignity, which caused or had the potential to cause those residents to uh, be upset and embarrassed. Such behavior is verbally abusive and shows a disregard for the individual residents, yada, yada, yada. Such behavior falls far below the standard expected of registered workers. On that basis, it's considered that you pose an ongoing risk to vulnerable people. Philip admitted that her fitness to practice was impaired and accepted a removal order on October 1st. That Scottish committee recently published the decision on Philip's case after temporarily suspending hearing outcomes made public during the COVID-19 pandemic. That's why it's just coming out now. The watchdog began releasing the outcomes of their investigation again last month. So there you go. That's what's happening in Scotland. Second story we have for you today. Well, worlds are colliding. I've got a story uh, from right here in Ohio, specifically Newark, Ohio, where I lived for a very short period. I took a couple semesters or quarters or whatever at the uh, Newark branch of OSU. This was years before I totally dropped out of school, of course. Anyway, in Newark, Ohio, there's like this raised grass structure that looks like a snake, right? It looks like a, like a little hill. Uh, and it's really long, and it and it uh, winds around. It's you know super long. They call it Serpent Mound, and apparently uh, Native Americans built it, and it's very sacred to them. So naturally, Christians got to go there and stir some shit up. And who is our favorite Christian as of late? Coach Dave. Yeah, he's an idiot. We play occasionally. As a matter of fact, we just uh, featured him recently. He was upset with Attorney General William Barr. Coach Dave literally went to. The attorney general's house prayed with him. You know, everyone thought they were on good terms with one another. And then William Barr goes and disagrees with Trump about something that just pissed Coach Dave right off. So now uh, Coach Dave has moved on to Serpent Mound. Deputies in uh, Newark, Ohio. Deputies were called Sunday when a Christian prayer group and Native Americans faced off Sunday at the Great Serpent Mound the Native American National Historic Site in Southern Ohio. The Native American leader who was there says they were trying to protect a sacred site that belongs to their ancestors. The leader of the prayer group, Dave, (laughs) says the mound is a place where dark energy is released into the world. (laughs) That's our Dave. Yes, he says the mound is a place where dark energy is released into the world. I'm not calling the Indians dark, Dave Dobbenmeyer says. This has nothing to do with the Indians. Well, the Indians seem to think so. Dobbenmeyer leads the Past the Salt Ministries out of his home, about two hours away from the snake-shaped mound. 
That mound could have been built as long ago as 320 B.C. Led by Coach Dave, the group was there on the winter solstice. It was a solstice party, praying down the satanic serpent mounds. According to the group's YouTube video recording of the event, specifically when Native Americans got involved, uh, the title of the video was Pagans Try to Prevent Prayer. Members of the American Indian Movement of Ohio, including the group executive director, Philip Yenyo, heard about the plans for the event in advance and met Dobbin Meyer's group in the parking lot. You need to leave. You have no right and no business doing this on the sacred site where our ancestors are buried. You're not going any further. Oh, Coach Dave did not like that. Coach Dave says, get out of my way. Last time I... Let me see if I can find the audio here. Hold on. Yeah, I have Coach Dave's audio. It starts with uh, some prayer in the parking lot by a retarded woman, I think. Father, Mom, beatitude in America, hallelujah. For your glory, for your kingdom. We just thank you, Lord, for bring us all to... Maybe she's Asian. ...together to exalt your name, high, because this land belongs to you. This month is yours. It's going to become the Sermon Mount. The Sermon Mound. I think she meant Sermon Mound for Jesus. Uh, and then that's when the Native Americans come in. It's on this sacred site where our ancestors are buried. They're not going any further. Well, the white Devils sure try to go further. You ain't going nowhere. Don't touch me. You're the one pushing me. Don't touch me. You're the one pushing me. Don't touch me. Old, feeble people pushing one another. This is some real high-octane entertainment. No, tell me to get out of the way on my own land. Get on, miss. Show me your deed. Show me your deed. It's our birthright. Show me your deed. It's our birthright. The uh, Native American dude said this land was already taken a long time ago. You people keep taking it. Prayer group made their way past Yenyo and Native Americans and began praying around the mound. At least one member of the prayer group climbed onto the mound and was asked to get down by a staff member. Yeah, you're not supposed to climb on the mound. The land is owned by a nonprofit. Well, wait a second. If the land is owned by a nonprofit, then it's not really public land, right? They could ask these people to leave. Uh, we welcome all beliefs and all ceremonies, but we do ask you to stay off the sacred mound. The leaders of the group complied. Yenyo says, it's a sacred site for us, but other people with other faiths believe that they have the right to go there and do their ceremonies. In our opinion, they don't. And it's not just Christians he's pissed off at. Uh, people with New Age beliefs and Wiccans also practice unwelcome ceremonies there. It's just really annoying. There's people buried there. Oh, that's why it's a mound. I guess there's people in that mound. <laughs> there's still people buried there. That whole place is sacred, Yenyo says. That's the problem with Ohio. There's no teeth and no bite to any protection for these sites. Well, that's one side of the story. Uh, what does Coach Dave think about all this? Well, quote, there's a series of mounds like this all across the Midwest. We believe that these are, for lack of a better term, we believe these are dark places. I'm not calling the Indians dark. This has nothing to do with the Indians. We went there because we believe dark energy is released there. He said the winter solstice is the darkest day of the year. For those in the occult, and I'm not calling the Indians the occult, it's a high holiday. We went there to pray over this area. We believe the dark side holds ceremonies on these days. And while the Indians may not be the dark people, he said the Native American group was disruptive of their prayers and yelled at them as they were praying. They were the aggressors. Well, in the end, no one was arrested. 
And aside from, uh, you know, the, the staff asking some of the prayer idiots to get off the mound, there was no other problem. If you're wondering about that great serpent mound, uh, it's about 1,300 feet long. It sits on a ridge along Brush Creek near the rural Peebles, Ohio. The earthwork depicts a snake and an oval structure at the snake's mouth, evil dark-sided, which has been interpreted as an egg or the sun or a frog or possibly just a platform. And there is your history lesson for today. All right, final story we have for you. Look at this. Right before Christmas, we've got one last story from our most fucked up state. Say it with me. Yes, this story comes from Deland, Florida. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. It's spelled Deland, like Deland. Look at Deland. Uh, a Deland man says the person who delivered his newspaper on Monday also took a big fat steaming shit in his yard. I'm sick of this shit. Yes, well, that may have been uttered. Who does that? It's just totally irresponsible, Terry Williams said. Williams gets the New York Times. That's probably why. Guy delivering probably thought like, oh, this is some liberal asshole. He deserves to have his yard shit upon. How does that work? Like, I understand local newspapers hire like newspaper boys to deliver the newspaper, right? But the New York Times is obviously a newspaper based in New York City. They can't afford to have delivery boys across the United States. So who delivers the New York Times every day to people who don't live in an area served typically by the New York Times? Also, who prints the New York Times in Florida? Like like the local newspaper printing press maybe helps the New York Times. I, I, that's very interesting for me. No, no one else cares about this, I'm sure. But I have questions, but whatever. Uh, Williams gets the New York Times on weekends only. He says Saturday's delivery was special and not in a good way. <laughs> he said the driver came through his gate as usual, punching in the gate code, but stopped short of Williams' house. The surveillance video uh, was a bit grainy, but it shows the driver squatting down in the bushes alongside the road. Maybe he just really had to go. It wasn't like done in a malicious way. But this dude had no other choice. It was either like shit in his car or find some bushes. Why would somebody come in somebody's yard, drop their pants, defecate, and wipe himself up and leave the papers and the pile there, Williams said. Williams said it happened just after four in the morning. An employee coming in hours later noticed the mess along with used paper towels. He's got paper, blue paper wrappings that they put the paper in. He could have cleaned it up a bit put it all in that, hauled it off, and nobody would have even ever known. When the driver finished, he continued to Williams' home and dropped off the newspaper before he took off, leaving Williams and his employee to deal with what was left behind. Williams has tried repeatedly to get through to the New York Times with no luck. He's also filed a police report with the county sheriff's office. According to the sheriff's report, the deputy investigating did reach someone at the New York Times, a spokesman said the people delivering the paper are third-party contractors, okay? And she would share the deputy's email address with that contractor. So they just farm this shit out. Makes sense. The sheriff's office says the act is simply a misdemeanor, and they're working to identify the driver. The homeowner can't believe anyone would do such a thing. This person must be old and never goes online. There are just thousands and thousands of videos of people shitting where they shouldn't. 
like in the middle of grocery store aisles. And, you know, in grocery stores, they have restrooms typically. All right. uh, The homeowner can't believe anyone would do such a thing, especially during a worldwide health crisis. Oh, don't bring COVID into this. Has nothing to do with it. To leave the pile there for my grandkids to mess around in. (laughs) My my grandkids are pretty dumb. They'll play in a pile of shit Uh, or other people. That's dangerous. William said we canceled the subscription. New York Times can keep their papers and their delivery people and their piles of shit, apparently. There you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news uh, for Tuesday. Let's do a couple voicemails to get the hell out of here. Well, let me just say thanks to Love Lady Cat Lady once again and the freaks for, um, you know, buying my mom a nice Christmas gift. A nice Christmas gift. You know, like not something crazy. Not shipping my mom dildos and stuff. That is appreciated. Also, I got a little package today. Um, I'm assuming this is from Love Lady Cat Lady. It's a little Waluigi Hot Wheels car. So, you know, Waluigi's my favorite. He's like the creepiest of Mario characters and probably a sex offender. How could you not love him, right? So, uh, I don't know. I'm assuming it was Love Lady Cat Lady. I don't know if other freaks chipped in. (laughs) I don't know how much a Hot Wheels is, but thank you so much. Also, Love Lady Cat Lady sent uh, some money to me. Remember, I was bitching and complaining about the prices of PS5s. Well, Love Lady Cat Lady and some freaks chipped in uh, to help me offset the the cost of the, of the PS5. So thank you so much Love Lady Cat Lady, November Spawn, Bob, Bobenstein. Love Lady Cat Lady forgot other people who chipped in, but those were the big people. People that chipped in a lot of money, I guess. So thank you guys so much. That was really really nice. Really appreciated. It does help me out greatly and uh Merry Christmas to all you freaks. Hey Tim, it's Haley's comic calling up. Uh Quick FYI for everyone looking to join the Discord. There is a sounding room where you get briefly quizzed by one of the moderators uh, before you're let in. This is basically to prevent bots. So any random piece of TV trivia or information you can spout off will be work. Yeah, you can even probably just write like Jagoo or Tim Henson's a careless fairy. It will work. Uh, tell us what you think Levenge is. Right. Tell us a favorite DV quote. Say something that just lets you know you're, uh, or let the other the moderators or people in the in the chat know that you are a real DV freak and not a robot. Haley's comic didn't invite me. Any of those things should work. Scumhook to- is uh, Canadian. Wing was on an episode of South Park. Anything like that? Just any little DV quote or piece of trivia. Yes, Colin. Uh, go right ahead. I know I've been calling a lot lately, but uh, I was listening to uh, yesterday, Monday's uh, show, when you were making fun of yourself and mispronouncing things. I thought, uh, in the spirit of... What? I mean, how? what type of phones are you people using? <laughs> like, I've never heard a worse-sounding group of people than you. What is he saying? Uh, in the spirit of uh, Christmas, I throw, uh, I throw you a phone. Uh, I always heard growing up that you should never criticize somebody for mispronouncing a word because it means that they learned the word from reading it, not from hearing it. Oh. That makes you a reader, Tim. You're a smart boy. Well, here's the problem. I was making fun of someone on yesterday's show about how they mispronounce uh, a bunch of words. And uh, believe me, the irony was not lost on me. I recognize that I mispronounce a lot of words. But uh, most of the words that I mispronounce are like places... Or names, like foreign names. The guy I was playing yesterday was like DJ Collin or whatever. He he was mispronouncing words like 
uh, circumstance, right? He was calling it like circumstasms. Circum, circumstasm. Circum, circumstasms. Before he called it a circus stand or something like that. that. That's a different type of dumb than me, right? Oh, he said um, accurate wrong. He pronounced it. Uh, I sound it accurate. 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 Well, it made me feel a little bit better about myself. Chigo, Jimmy Boo, Tony Pro Laps calling in. I haven't called in in a while. I was on vacation last week, so I let my shows lapse, and I've been catching up during the work lapse. week. Um, so the pedophile girl, that was, uh, wow. That- We've been featuring a lot of pedophile content on DV lately. That was something to come back to. That was, uh, whew, all right, DV, full of surprises. Uh, secondly, on the Monday show, you played my favorite Christmas song by Jan Terry. Love it. You're killing it. Keep up the good work. Yes. Um, yeah, DV is always something new. It's always a good time with Tim Hanson. Uh, Jan Terry, for those of you that don't know, um, did I talk about this yesterday? She is in Facebook jail right now. I follow her on Facebook. She uh, she got banned, or at least for a while, because she was just right. She was just telling us what she dreamed of. She had a dream about where she like went on a murder spree, killing Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer or something. And uh, you know, the, the Facebook police got her. More importantly, she is expecting to get back in the studio in 2021 and record a new album with her dog, JoJo. Oh, that should be good. Chigo, Jimmy Boots. Oops, already played that one. Sorry about that. Hey, Jimmy Boots, it's Uh-oh. Cat Lady. I hope you can hear me because I'm enunciating as best as I can. <laughs> After I made fun of her last time. Oh. I can't understand what you say. Don't worry. Today, you are not the... Uh, Worst sounding call. I'm calling in because, uh, several reasons. Um, Christmas Eve, as you know, is my 15 years cure date for cancer. Oh, really? Christmas Eve? I didn't know. I know it was around this time, but I didn't know it was Christmas Eve, Christmas Eve. What a Christmas miracle! So, yay. Um, two more days from right now, and, uh, I'll beat it for 15 years. Oh, and congrats. I never thought I'd make it this long, uh, honestly, especially through everything I've been through. Hey, I have a question for you. Um, You know, after you have just uh, like a horrible, horrible case of the cancer uh, like that, do you, uh, you, you have to go to the doctor to get that checked out all the time, right? To make sure like nothing has come back or whatever. Like, do you still have to go like every year for that? I mean, it's been 15 years, so... You know, it's been a long enough time where you think like, okay, well, it's officially gone for good, but could it still creep back up? <laughs> this is a real downer call. <laughs> could you still maybe die from this? Um, I just want to know like how like how often do you have to get that checked on? And I somehow didn't get COVID, which is rad. Yeah. Um. Also, oh, hey, Joey got the uh, vaccine. Good friend Joey. He's working. With, you know, he's kind of like a frontline worker now because he's uh you know, he's an ordained minister, officially. He's officially Reverend Joe. Congratulations. Um, but he's doing some stuff at, like, a hospital, you know, like a chaplain or something. And so he gets to, he got the vaccine since he works in a hospital. And he said, uh, y'all are pussies if you're afraid of it. It's fine. Man the fuck up. You know, you just have to deal with a sore arm. No one's going to die or grow a tail or something. He's not autistic all of a sudden. Also, uh, I don't remember if I sent it to you, but I'm going to send you a comic I drew several years ago because you were talking about the woman who has like this giant like 
double N size titties. And like, those are real. Those are fucking real. Trust yeah, me. yeah. We talked about it. She has a double. Uh... What were they, N's or O's or something? When I was in, uh, let's see, fifth grade. No, no. Uh, I was in, like, middle school. I was wearing uh, D-cups. And, oh. you know, I'm, like, 5'5". Five, five. <laughs> fucking Jesus. 12 years old. I've got double D fucking. How could you walk? We just topple over. Uh, but I, I made a comic, and it's a woman. First time it's a woman that's measuring me. She's like, oh, wow. Uh, seems a... Uh, Seems like you're, you're an H cup, and I'm like, oh, great. Any bigger, I have to shop for bras at Apple. Yeah, you posted that on Twitter. Uh, if, if you don't get it, it's because I'd be an I cup. So, you know. All right. This, yeah, when you originally posted that, I didn't quite get it. A few it. years ago, you know. I didn't think about that. <laughs> this sounds really stupid. Anyway, um, your your gifts uh, and your greeting card will be sent to you uh, probably on Christmas Eve. Oh wow! So hooray, um, freaks! If you guys want to sign Tim's Christmas card, uh, contact me on Twitter. Uh, you know, DV or TV, Discord, etc. Oh yeah! If you want to virtually sign, you know, a Christmas card, get in contact with Love Lady Cat Lady. She's always hanging out in the Discord. Yeah, you know, designed a Christmas card and everything, which is very cool. Again, thank you, lovely cat lady, for uh, everything this year. Not only for uh, the Christmas gifts and the and the moolah, uh, which was appreciated, of course, uh, but also she helped out this year with Distorted View merchandise, creating some great stickers. I think we even turned uh, the the main the Tim Henson meowness into a T-shirt, which you can find over there at store.distortedview.com. So again, lovely cat lady, thank you so much for a great year of um, servitude, I think, to the distorted view cause. Rest of you freaks, step the fuck up. Come on, help me out. Donate your time, energy, resources, and talent into spreading the distortion. Thank you. All right, that is all the time we have on this edition of the program. I want you guys to email me, show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail on 4 206 4463 that's 20666. Oh, God, is it? Oh, God. Merry Christmas to you fucking people. <laughs> Spread the distortion. STD, tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to rate us and review us wherever you can criticize podcasts. I will see you back tomorrow if and only if you're Sideshow members. Now's a great time to sign up. Superfreaksideshow.com. Otherwise, guys, have a happy and Merry Christmas. Have a great weekend. I will see you back on Monday. Until then, bye, everybody. Oh. Holy night, the stars are brightly shining. It is the night of our dear Savior's birth. Long lay the world in sin and error pine. Till he appeared And the soul felt It's worth A thrill of hope The weary world rejoices For yonder breaks A new and glorious morn
Scrub.net.